Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 259, recorded live on Saturday, June 2nd, 2012. All right, finishing up with the random topic. I roll ahead of time. I'm guessing As this, we usually do. Yeah. I'm guessing this is a Hans question. Hans is a listener we've had for a long time, old high school friend. Who do I contact, and how much will it cost you, or cost not, me? Wait, cost him. Yeah, cost Whoever's him. asking the question, it's not going to cost us anything, no. except maybe some dignity. To have you read an ad during your show. Andy, we never really talked about this, did we? No, no, we never did. In five years. Yeah, I know. Which... No, let me say, I, I do listen to podcasts on my way to and from work, and also to and from class. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, when there's an ad in a podcast, I skip over it. I know it's not, it makes me sound like a bad person, but I, I do just kind of just, it's like, oh, there's... Skip through it. Yeah, it's an ad, for especially you, you for Audible. You click on the wheel, and you you know scroll forward, and hey, look, would no you more guys, Would you guys ever sell yourselves out to the point where you would just casually introduce um, uh, products into your conversation. Oh, excuse me a second. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit parched. I need to take a drink. I mean, Andy's already soda. said the words Mountain Dew like five times in this episode. I'm, I'm starting to wonder about that. Maybe we should contact Pepsi-Cola. Oh, God, you guys are making me thirsty, actually. <laughs> Perhaps you are thirsty for your Mountain Dew. Ooh. Yes, in my 12-ounce can. It quenches can. your thirst. Gives you the energy to get through the day. Dave? And now I'm suspicious about your criticisms towards uh, Bloomberg's uh, anti-pop bill <laughs> or soda bill, pop or soda, whichever. Was it soda? Pop? Oh, it's pop. I'm trying to think of me. what I normally use. I think I use pop. You use pop, Andy. Okay. You're from Michigan. I'm the odd one who says soda. All right. Just making from sure. From Michigan. Just making sure. Oh, oh, my God. I've met people here who call water fountains bubblers. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. A water fountain is is called a bubbler. What? That is so strange. Yes. Okay, so ads on our show. I don't know if I would want to try. Yes. So first off, uh, the, the first half of the question is easy. Contact either Andy or myself. There's also the email I give out at the end of every episode. Or the mail at the end of the episode, which is just mail at rapodcast.net. Yes. That's who you contact. That's the easy part. Yes, that is a very easy part. How much would it cost, and would we be willing to do it? How much? There's is- a lot of factors that would come into that. Yes. How long is the ad? What kind of ad? Do we approve of the product? Come on, you you do it. It's just a matter of price, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, it absolutely is a matter of price. I mean, I have a lot of fun doing the show. If someone wanted to pay me a hundred thousand dollars to say something or do something on the show, I really wouldn't have much of a problem with that, as long as it fits in line with the show. It's 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 the old joke about the prostitute. Well, well how did that go? Oh, uh, would you sleep with me for a million dollars? Sure. Would you do it for ten? Well, I'm not a prostitute. Well, we've already established you are. Yeah. Just now we're just it's, haggling about the price. You you have a price. Everyone has a price. Of course. I yeah. I, I, I just I, know there are probably be. a couple things that I'd refuse at any price. Illegal just drugs on a, a matter of principle. You you mean uh, bath salts? Yes. Bath what? <laughs> Have you not heard about the the bath salt yet? Oh, I guess not. Uh, this guy in Florida was doing drugs which were purchased technically legally online. They are uh, marketed as bath salts, and they are not for human consumption. But the molecule mimics uh, a lot of drugs that are not legal. 
and he ended up going into a drug-induced rage and biting off another guy's face and then got shot six times before he finally dropped. Okay, yeah, no, I saw that end of the story. I just never heard the bath salt. Yeah, bath salt was the the name for whatever it was that he was taking. But I can uh, see why, because everybody led with the zombie attack in Miami. Yeah. That was, right. that was the headline everybody had, and I'm just like... That's about as far as I read. <laughs> oh, great. Zombie attacks. But yeah, I think there's a, a couple things that I, on a matter of principle, I would not allow, but... Drugs and prostitution are probably two of them. Well, what if we're in Nevada? Really? You want to do it's, an ad for the Bunny Ranch? It is entirely legal. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be more, well, I don't think I'd, can't say morally ethically opposed if, if someone wanted to do legal prostitution ads on our show. It would probably be a pretty high price, though. <laughs> but it all, it now it becomes a question of how much is your dignity worth? Again, though, there are certain things that I would not allow. Which you haven't really brought up. I brought up no, two of them. No, because I'm not... I, well, illegal drugs. Okay. Certainly no. I, I don't care how much they're willing to pay. Okay. So, so let's say Blizzard wants you to read an ad for uh, uh, Diablo 3. What's the price there? Oh, God. I, I mean, it depends on how they want the ad built in. Is it just like they're recording it and send it to us and just insert this somewhere in the show? You, how you long have, is it? To read Do it. we have to read it? We have to, read, have to read it. it. Are we allowed to take creative liberty with it? Yeah, you got to be like uh, Rush Limbaugh. Not not that I listen to him, but you've seen where he will yeah. randomly in the middle of his uh, conversation just say, oh, and you should all buy this, I don't know, uh, hemorrhoids pillow. Or, yeah, know, I'd be like, <laughs> are Andy and I allowed to have fun with it? I, I don't know. There's, there's, this fun. would have to be a negotiating process. This yes. would have to be like, here's a questionnaire for your ad. I don't think... Because we'd, I think we'd really want to custom tailor it. Yes. I don't think it would fit the show of just like, and by the way, we are brought to you by... All right, but let's say it had to be a, by the way, we're brought to you by... Oh. Well, we could always put it at the beginning, because I always say this is the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by ripodcast.net. Right there, and, you could just have... Yeah. Brought to and you by also brought Blizzard. to you by Activision Blizzard. Why? I mean, do you do you happen to know someone at Activision Blizzard interested no. in selling Diablo three ads? No, I'm just trying to lead you guys towards picking a price. Uh, well, Dave, could, do, do, what's our tell you. what is our cost for bandwidth for a year? Uh, somewhere around a hundred bucks. Well, there we go. <laughs> Pay for the bandwidth for a year. That's what. Or I even would... for the week that your ad runs. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, some I, of the radio well, stations still do. I look do. forward to next week being sponsored by Resonance now. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It would have to be something we, we would have to discuss, I think. I'm Andy and I never looked at this as a venture to make money, at least not after the second week. No. This, I don't know why we started doing this podcast. We wanted to have a good time. Well, there we go. Having and a good time. tons of shit to talk about at PAX. Also true. Speaking of... Vincent, yes. Are you planning on going to PAX um, and showing not, off Resonance, perhaps? Uh, not this PAX. I, I, I certainly have no plans, but uh, I would love to go to PAX in the future. Um, I haven't, I haven't done much as far as like pimping the game out to like award or uh, shows like that. Um, I, I did just uh, enter the game into Indiecade, um, which uh, is still being judged, but uh, uh, and I, I entered it into IGF. Uh, two years ago or three years ago it was in a much earlier state 
but um, adventure games generally don't, uh, you know, they don't contest very well. They, yeah. they, don't, they don't play very well in, in that terms, where you get a judge, and they're going to play your game for five minutes. True. And in, in an adventure game, which is, you know, a slow-burning story, everything starts, and, and it's just kind of establishing characters, and you got a handful of really easy puzzles, and it starts building from there. Um, it just doesn't work very well in that uh, kind of situation. Um but uh, hey, uh, I would I would love to show off the game at, at any at any venue I could. So Pack okay. ten entrance fee is fifty bucks. Yeah, I'll have to look look into that for the next the next round. All right. Well, Vince, well, before we go, I always let the guest one last time pimp whatever they would like to pimp on the internet. Except you're right to pimp the refreshing taste of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Uh, it, man, that's your shot. That's okay. Go for it. No, um, no, uh, no, 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 no. We're, we're done. Um, no, uh, I'd like to pimp Resonance then. Uh, coming out June 19th and available now for pre-order from Wajedi Games or GOG.com. And follow me on, on Twitter at Vince12. That's GOG.com as in G-O-G. GOG. Good old games, not yeah, I don't know if you, the you deity. GOG.com or do you call it G-O-G.com? I, I don't We've know. I think historically called it either GOG or just good old games. All right. GOG.com. That's the one. I don't think God.com wants to sell. No. Resonance? No, not, not this game. Right, that would be it. really interesting if it did. Got to follow you on Twitter that website. I, I don't know. Oh, is I am following you on Twitter. I must have done that before. It is a website. Wow, that would probably sell for a lot of money. <laughs> Andy, I think you followed me this morning. I might have when I, when I got the email saying, hey... Here's my Skype thing, and so then I went from there. There you go. Okay. Well, Vince, I okay. hope you had fun. Hope you learned something. Uh, I, I learned lots of stuff, <laughs> like about what kind of grill I'm going to buy next. Don't buy a wireless grill. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm in the market. Oh. Wi-Fi one just doesn't make sense to me. No, no. <laughs> nice, good charcoal grill. That's all you need. With Bluetooth. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for coming on, Vince. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much, guys. I, I had a lot of fun. And thank you for listening, everyone. This is episode 260, recorded live on Sunday, June 10th, 2012. So, random topic. Roll ahead of time. What lesson from your past will you pass on to your children? I mean, hopefully most of them, but generally they don't listen. Do your freaking homework. Really? That's the lesson you'd, you'd pass on? <laughs> Do your homework. That's the lesson that has screwed me the most. Oh, Andy. What did I graduate with? A 2.2, something like that, in high school? Graduated college with a 2.7, I think. I'll have to double-check that number. Let's see. What would I pass on to my kids? So, yeah, that... Uh, I look things up, research, investigate. That's what I would pass. That's what I want to pass on. Investigate. Be curious. Yeah. Yes. Be inquisitive. I like even right now. I have I have a lot of um, clients who come and be like, you know, what's the answer to this? I don't know the answer to that, but I spend about three minutes with the system playing around, and I can find the answer to that. Be self-reliant. That's another good one. Mm. It's the fact that, you know, you should know how to change the tire iron your car. Yes. You should know how to replace the wiper blades. Yes. There are things that if you, once you learn how to do them, can save you money 
and or time, maybe, maybe not time, depends on that. But it was like when I first got my bends, I had to replace all the brake pads, all the calipers, all the rotors, the, the master cylinder and the vacuum booster. The shops I took it to were quoting me prices in the thousands of dollars to do that. And it cost you, what, like 200 bucks? I think about $300 by the time I got all the parts done. Yep. Yeah. So I saved myself at least uh, almost a grand, if not a grand itself. And I learned how to do that on my own. So now if I need to replace the brake pads on almost any car, I probably could do it. Drum brakes, no. <laughs> Those, oh, don't. Mm. Not so much. No, but okay. calipers and rotors, that's easy peasy stuff now. It's, I learned how to do it, and I did it by myself. Yeah. Learn, learn how to not have to rely on other people. But be able to. But be able to. That's yep. the thing. It's, sometimes you got to trust other people to do their part. Yep. Because you can't do everything yourself. I think that that's pretty good. But still, do your homework. Oh, that was the one thing my parents were every single parent-teacher conference. They were just like, well, let me guess. Didn't do his homework. <laughs> he didn't do his homework, but he's great in class, and he's passed all the tests. Just didn't do his homework. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, poor Andy. Ah, I'm doing my homework now. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> Going back to community college, and I've got, had a four point in my welding class, and I, I am currently got a hundred percent in my computer science operating systems class. So good, good, keep it up. But now, speaking of self reliance, I'm probably going to end this recording so I can go outside and fix the hood release cable. Okay, it's cheap. Sounds good. I will be going back to work. I'm sorry. Yes. Granted, I'm going to be working next weekend, so I know that feeling. Granted, I get paid overtime. I get paid salary. Yeah, you get benefits. I have right benefits. <laughs> like, I, you, you don't want to get into this. No, I'm going to lose in this argument. I'm just saying at the moment, yes. I'll be getting paid overtime. Yes. Yeah, that's the closest I can get. Yes. All right, Dave. It's been fun. Bye, everyone. This is episode 261, recorded live on Sunday, June 17th, 2012. Anyway, random review. That's it. You mean Sorry. random topic. Random to- Wow. There you go. Andy okay, now, has walked out. Now the Mountain Dew's starting to wear off. Andy's pulling a Dave. <laughs> Andy I just clocked. feel everything It is officially to- the end of the show, and Andy has clocked out. <laughs> okay, random topic. We- Let's try that again. Random topic, yes. Yes. You rolled ahead of time. You are correct, my sir. My sir. You need to get some more Mountain Dew. My can is, oh, is almost empty. Hold on. Or listen to more Rush. <laughs> oh, that. No. Why would you do that? Trying to gargle it? Yeah. Did, didn't sound good, did it? No. Sorry. Sound like a Wookiee drowning. <laughs> <laughs> drowning Wookiee, my Star Wars tribute band. <laughs> John Williams and Friends, also my Star Wars Star Wars tribute band. You're you're talking about Paul and Storm's running joke? Who the hell is Paul and Storm? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Moving on. Okay, random topic. What are your thoughts about No Child Left Behind? As being a child who has been left behind in multiple places multiple times by my (laughs) parents, I am for No Child Left Behind. Andy, that's not what No Child Left Behind is about. I know. I'm just, I wanted to point out that being a child who has been left behind places. It it does suck to be a child who has been left behind. Yes. That's not the No Child that they're they're talking about, Andy. No. We're talking about the 2001 President George W. Bush education bill. Yes. Yes. Called No Child Left Behind. Yes. Which I'm going to assume, Andy, you actually don't support. No, because what No Child Left Behind is for people who, you know, were not paying attention to education back in... In um, the last 11 years. Yes. It's basically... Privatizing the schools. 
Well, I would. Th- I thought it was more along the lines of standardized based. No, 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 no. That's the method. Okay. The idea behind it was let's privatize the schools. Oh. Now, I, I will say I have an incredibly biased opinion of No Child Left Behind, having been an educator recently. Okay. Um, so what I say about it, I encourage you to take with a grain of salt. Do your own research. Go out and find the information. Don't take everything I say as gospel on this topic. Is that a, a good enough disclaimer? Okay. No Child Left Behind is a sin. It's terrible. It has done so much damage to the school system. The entire idea behind the original design was how can we privatize schools and how can we make sure that it looks like we're giving people an opportunity. It looks like we're allowing public schools to succeed, but in the end, we're going to make sure that they all fail so that we have to switch over to charter schools. Didn't we talk about this last week about – or might have been talking with Kate about that. I think it was like a school in Florida where they did a standardized test. I think it was like eighth graders or something like that. It was, had to do with essays. Yeah, that and was not were, us, but go on. Okay. Well, it was a school, it was school districts in Florida were doing a standardized test for eighth graders on essays. And they said, hey, we're going to increase the gift difficulty of the grading scale by including things such as grammar yeah. and sentence structure and that sort of stuff. Things that, you know, would you think they would check on students' essay. writing essays. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, the passing grade, the number of students who passed dropped from like 87% to something uh, in like the 40% range or something like that. Yep. I'll have to find this article again at some point. So, that's not well, No Child Left Behind, though. That's just texting and bad parenting. Well, I know, but it was still a standardized test to grade them. So what the Florida school boards started to do is saying, okay, we'll just move the passing grade from, you know... 80%. 80%. To 40%. Down, yeah, down to 40% to try and make the number of students who passed it similar to the previous grading scale. Right. But you're moving the actual grading scale from passing to less than passing is actually... Oh, yeah. Standardized tests, I, I get how they're supposed to be a way of comparing everybody onto one similar thing. How does everybody work on the test? Yeah, how do you measure up against each other? But just like every single SAT review program is out there, they don't teach you the stuff. They teach you the test. They teach you the tricks to get through a standardized test. Yes. Yeah. Education should not just be about the test. Yeah. So like, okay, so I'm going to go Andy, teach you this for the find test. a better way to do it. I don't know. Right. That's the problem. We fail that. <laughs> how do we get, how do we standardize everything to make sure that we find the schools that are failing to find the schools that are not failing, which granted. And then be. how do we help the schools that are failing not shut them down and turn them into charter schools? Granted, having substitute taught at a couple of charter schools, they were absolutely no different yep. than the regular schools. Yep. I thought, hey, it's a charter school. This should be nope. great. Nope. 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 No, it was not. It was exactly the same. A couple of times, even worse. Yeah, well, there's so there's a difference between charter school and private school. Well, yes, of course. And, I mean, charter schools, as much hell as I give them, a lot of them are working and are actually improving education. There are, there are charter schools that are doing that. There are other ones that are out purely to make a profit. So, so yeah, no child left behind. Um, I don't like it, but what are we going to do instead? Well, first off, get rid of it. <laughs> Second off, have actual educators work to draft a new bill instead of politicians and businessmen. Things like that might be good steps. There is actually a Wikipedia article about teaching to the test. Wow. It's not very long. Nope. But still, there's actually a, well, there's also one on the education in the United States. Yep. All right. I think we're done, Andy. It's time for you to go to bed. No, but I just drank a bunch of Mountain Dew, so now I'm all like, yeah! Yeah!
guess now I will play some golf. On Tiger that, Woods. Oh, the US, how did the US Open do? I have did, no did you hear about the 17-year-old kid who was like in the top 10 of the US Open? No, did you hear that the horse that won the Derby also won the Preakness? I know, and then and fell then out. Didn't ride in the Belmont? Because he had some sort of leg Injury. inflammation or something like yeah, that. too yeah. bad. Well, I guess we should actually, you know, end the okay. podcast. Anyway, bye everyone, have a good week. This is episode 262, recorded live on Sunday, June 24th, 2012. So, random topic. Yes, as I'm diving into Linux over here. Trying to figure out where the heck this thing is. Yeah, I'm going to try and search the descriptions. Rolled ahead of time, which I now realize my list is on the other computer, which is no longer here. (laughs) Anyway. If you could go to hell, or if if you were to go to hell, what would it be like? Describe hell for you. Describe hell for me. Oh. Well, I accidentally bought a car on eBay. (laughs) Without telling your wife. Yeah. But it gave you a trip to Madison. True. And she wasn't that pissed about it. A thousand bucks, it's... It's a thousand dollars. It's not great, but it's not like... It's not like you bought a $30,000 car. Yeah, come home with a brand new VW Bug or something. Prius. Did you tell Laura about the Prius? Laura was working with me every step of the way. Okay. She was there when we bought it. I got a new car. I was trying to make a joke with the bug, but you won't get that one. Anyway, moving on. Fuck. What would hell be like for me? I think hell for me would be an environment where it is constantly changing. This, this is I I can be a dick sometimes, so I do apologize. But sometimes, thanks, Andy. Where the, come on, you set yourself. The up world is constantly one. changing, so that everything I say is wrong. Although I suppose at that point I could make it not hell. Once I recognize this. That's a system that is made to be gamed. Well, what do you think about Dante's Inferno? Each level being a different punishment for a different sin? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it implies that you can only go to hell for a particular sin. True. You're only in one level at a time. There there are discrete hells, yeah, as it lust, were. Lust, gluttony, greed, anger, heresy, violence, fraud, and treachery. Yeah. I mean, I did just blow the shit out of the prime evil of hell, Diablo 3. Ah. Spoiler alert. Oh, come on. It's Diablo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You fight Diablo. <laughs> Well, duh. Well, he dies in the second game. He's the devil. He doesn't really... No, he's die. not the devil. He's a pseudo-devil? There's there's three prime evils. Diablo, Mephisto, and Baal. One's the Lord of Terror, one's the Lord of something, and one's the Lord of something else. And then there's all these lesser evils. True. And and so, no, he's not the devil. He's just one of the lords of hell. He is the Lord of Terror. I don't know. I like... <sighs> Here's Hell would be alone with nothing to do. That's what I was thinking, just not even being able to see yourself, like complete darkness. Just, just absolute existence. Yes. Nothing else. No interface, no no communication, no record. Just you and your thoughts for eternity? I, I wouldn't even, even say your thoughts, though. Your thoughts, you could you could start to invent things. I mean, that, that actually theoretically puts you in a position of God. But if you can't see, and all you can think you about... You can is... still perceive, though. You can still think. I don't know. I think Just flat-out existence. No thought. Maybe how... a sense of time. Maybe a sense of time. How would that be punishment, then, if you cannot realize you're being punished? Oh, I, I never said it was punishment. I take hell, in this case, not as punishment. That's the Catholic version of hell. Okay. I'm taking hell as the worst possible form of existence you could think of. Is there a Jewish hell? <laughs> Not really, no. Okay. Jewish afterlife is a funny little story. <laughs> Depends on who you believe. You know, I just realized I've never actually read the rest of the Divine Comedy. I don't think anybody's really read the rest no of the No one reads Divine the Divine Comedy. English majors read the Divine Comedy. Yeah, everybody just reads... 
I mean, takes Inferno. The Divine Comedy, certainly the Inferno was just self-inserting fanfic. Sure, I can see that. It, it, that's really what it was. It was the original fanfic with self-insertion. Oh, there are nine celestial fears, spheres of heaven. Oh, of course. Well, to match the nine the levels nine. of hell. Yeah, yeah. nine. No, that so. might actually be Sephiroth. Where is the Tree of Life? Show me the Tree of Life. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, Damn. nine plus one would be ten. Y- yes, Andy. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying the nine levels of hell plus Satan is ten, so it would be the nine heavenly spheres plus God. Was Satan was on the ninth level. I thought he was a separate... No, he, the ninth level had Satan with three heads chewing the three great traitors. Okay, Limbo's within circle one. There's something about completing the structure of 9 plus 1 equals 10. Hold on, though. Notes on Dante's Inferno. Oh, I actually have to read a book. (laughs) I hate when Wikipedia does that. (laughs) See, no. Damn it, Wikipedia. I have to go offline? Oh, man. I mean, one of the Sephiroth is self. So, uh, you know, not sure whether or not that counts. Wisdom, understanding, kindness and power, beauty, glory and victory, essence, kingship. Those are the different levels. All right. I think that's that's what I got, though, is, is just pure existence, possibly with the passage of time. Well, I was just thinking of, but this would be a whole other random topic. We're already running long now. What is it? Uh, what our thoughts of heaven would be like. Because then you could... Some say, other time. Yeah, that's a whole other random topic. But I was thinking the opposite The antithesis. Of, yeah. Whole d- different different time. Okay. That's a random topic that somebody, you know, should suggest. Might want to suggest. Possibly. Nice. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is episode 264, recorded live on Sunday, July 8th, 2012. All right, so random topic? Yes. Okay, rolled ahead of time. Who has the higher IQ? I haven't taken an IQ test, have you? No. I've taken the the home Mensa test. Yeah? I forgot what it told me. (laughs) I don't know. I mean... The, The Mensa home test told me that I should try and apply for Mensa. Oh, congratulations. But I haven't yet, especially since... If if we were to look at this in D&D stats, I have a feeling I might have the higher int, but Andy would have the higher wisdom. What? You don't think so? Mm. Do I have it backwards? Just or do you, do you think that you have higher in both? I... I don't know. Now I'm trying to do D&D wisdom versus intelligence. Wisdom, street smart, intelligence, book smart. Ah. I do believe I would be more street smart than you. But I think I've got you on the book smart. Some book smart. Well, see, that's, the, that's the problem with the IQ is it's such an arbitrary number. Yes. It's like the old joke with the Mensa guys at the diner. With yeah. The salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. We, we've talked about it before. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. Moving from one to the other. Yeah. So it's... It's not like a... a so IQ, they aren't asking who smarter they're asking who is the higher iq yeah i i don't know but also i don't really care does yeah it? i i consider andy to be a pretty smart guy i consider myself to be pretty smart as well i don't know I don't, yeah it's one of those things it's who submitted this one i don't know <laughs> i'd have to come down <laughs> what the hell are you and... trying to do split up the show break up the band <laughs> Submitted by Yoko Ono. I can see next. Yeah. <laughs> what? I can see like next. You know, next random po- uh, topic suggests like which one's better looking. <laughs> who has the higher charisma? Well, it's the classic. Who's more one. flexible? We did have the who could beat each other up question. So that that was one. strength. <laughs> so we have strength. We have intelligence. Who's better looking? I charisma. Do who can take to- a punch better? Who is more constitution? <laughs>
I think I could take a punch better. I don't know. You, you seem kind of frail sometimes, Andy. Isn't Constitution also about endurance? Mm, to some extent. That, you, you certainly beat me. Yeah. But I think I handle pain better than you do. Uh, are we going to have to have a pain off? I, why? <laughs> they why did would on, we want that? They did on Mythbusters. Why would we want to do that, ever? Did you ever watch that episode where no. Adam versus Jamie? No. Why would we ever want to do that? To see. To find out. No. We had our, we had our head-to-head competition, that kind of. That fizzled. Because Dave was going to win. <laughs> yeah, you still haven't picked. I believe, I, I think I win by, yes, by de facto. I it's think, been like four years. I think I win. Yeah, that was not a smart choice on my part. I tried to make it fun. Dave tried to I, win. No, I tried to make it fun, too. I picked things that I enjoyed doing. <laughs> that I, I... I still beat you in a three-move checkmate. Oh, there was... It's, why did I pick D&D? Uh, bowling, though, that was my... Uh, no, so bowling, you destroyed me. Yeah. Uh, D&D, I mean, you picked it because you thought you could win it. I, I picked it because I thought it was going to be fun. It was fun. No, it wasn't. You didn't like that? It was pure torture. You came, you invested everything in an early strike. Yes. You knew, you had a plan. You thought it was going to win. And it did it. I had a different plan. I knew the system and I was able to change that. <laughs> Oh, that stupid five-step rule. Five-step rule, nothing. Clerics with a high tolerance for everything. (laughs) I'm like, well, Andy's going to probably come out with something that can deal incredible amounts of damage. I'd like to be able to heal myself. And have a constitution through the frickin' roof. Oh, look at that. Vorpal Blade. Andy gets to roll an attack to see if it kills me in one hit. Oh, nope. Resist. Ha, ha, ha. Harm, harm, harm. Greater harm, harm. I win. Yeah. (laughs) Like, disintegrate. (laughs) Harm. It's like, okay, you're standing right next to me. Take five steps back. I, if I'm fighting you, I'm not going to let you take frickin' five steps back. Well, but the point is that you, you commit your entire move to disengaging. Yeah, but you're able to you commit to disengaging and then cast a spell. Well, because you have a move in the standard. And it's third, third edition, so it's not called a move in a standard, but that's what it was. Ugh, it was ridiculous. It's, it's just like, I'd come at you, hit you, not really do anything, and you'd take a step back, cast a spell, seriously hurt me, then I would take five steps step forward, hit you. It, oh. Yep. Oh, that was not... So what you needed to do was pin me against a wall. <laughs> but then you take five steps to the side. I'd have to pin you in a corner. No, if if we're next to each other, if we're, we're base to base, as they say, then a five step either side is still touching you on the corner. Oh, so then I'd get to... to uh... You'd get the free hit when I cast a spell, and in third edition, it's a chance to interrupt. So what I should have done is bum-rushed you into one of those movable walls. Exactly. Damn. Except the movable walls rotated. Yeah, I know. So there was no solid wall to pin you against. Oh, there was the side walls. Yeah. You should have gone invisible at the start. I was invisible me. at the start. I know. And then bum rushed me into the side wall or the corner, and then I'd have to take, like, a full move to get away. Uh. Nope. I sat there, I buffed myself up, I waited for you to strike, and then I just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, that was not good. I had a good time with that. That was a lot of fun. <sighs> I lucked out that I picked a cleric, though. Yeah. If you had picked anybody else... Anybody else, your first strike probably would have killed me. That would have been a one-shot. That that weapon was ridiculous. I was like, if you hit, you have a such and such, you know, make an attack against their fortitude. If you win, they die. Mm -hmm. What? That's what I, I spent most of my time is going through the, uh, oh, we have this much gold. Okay, what items are available? Flip, flip, flip. What the hell? can kill opponent. He's able to buy it because it normally has nine uses, and the price would decrease with the number of uses available. Ah. So I think yeah. I bought it with, like, three uses. 
I mean, so the, so the way I saw that competition, though, was who can metagame better? Oh, God. Talk about intelligence, being able to understand the system and find the loopholes. Okay, if that's your measure of intelligence, <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, understanding the system. If that is your measure, I won't say I win, but if that's your measure of intelligence, I would be greater. Well, yeah, but okay, so it's also... Can, can we agree on that? If that's the measure, then yeah, yes. Yeah, and I disagree but, that that's the measure, but yeah. if that is, I win. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's just kind of funny thinking about the, uh, I'm sorry to bring it up again, but the Big Bang Theory, where they're driving to, I think, get back Sheldon's stuff that he got stolen. Way at the start? It's an early episode. No, because he's, uh, he's dating Priya at the time. Okay. But they're driving out to grab his stuff, and the car breaks down, and all of them together, and like... None of them know how to fix a car. He, well, yeah, Leonard asks, like, if they understand how an internal combustion engine works. And they're all like, oh yeah, 18th century techno, yada yada. And then he asked, does anybody know how to fix an internal combustion engine? And they're all just like, nope. Uh. So intelligence... Yeah, intelligence by itself is not... Yeah. It does you no good, but you have to know how to use the intelligence. Yeah, so I, I can fix some things with an internal combustion engine. Not as much as you probably could. True. So, who has the higher... <laughs> basically, we're getting to the point of who has the higher IQ, does it really matter? No. no. Okay. I think, I think we'll that's, end, yeah. that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. This is episode 265, recorded live on Sunday, July 15th, 2012. So, random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Swear was random. Okay. Because just coming back from... As well, as random as random.org can be. Yes. Which, it's using ast- atmospheric... Yeah, go, go on. Come it's on. Andy, looking back at how... Looking back... Sorry, there probably should be another comma in here, whoever sent this. Andy looking back. Andy, comma, looking back, comma, how was your honeymoon, dash, Dave, what would you like your honeymoon to be? Andy, how was your honeymoon? I enjoyed our honeymoon. Where did you guys go for your honeymoon? We went to... Yeah, for those who don't know, um, this was back actually during the starts of the Random Topic episodes. Was actually The recaps. I, the recaps was because I was on my honeymoon. So let's see. Episode 103 was when I went. Oh, you're talking about your first honeymoon. Yes. Okay. What do you mean? Right. Well, I, you can only have one honeymoon yes. per marriage. That's Well, you can, and you can also have more than one. You can have a second honeymoon. <laughs> It's still not your honeymoon. You, what do you mean? It's your second honeymoon. Go ask your wife if you can have a second honeymoon. I... You're scared to ask your wife if you can have a well, second honeymoon. Well, she's in honeymoon. the other room, so I'd have to get up and I've got to... Pause. No, I'm good. I'll ask her later and respond. Right. Or I probably won't ask her. It your way. Yeah, I'm like, you'll, you'll respond, but only if it's in your favor. <laughs> So we went down to um, Puerto Rico for a honeymoon. We spent a couple, I think a day or two in San Juan, which is the major port city in Puerto Rico. Then we drove out to the East Coast and took a ferry out to the island of Cluibra. Cluib. Stupid idiot juice. (laughs) What are you drinking? Oh, the V8. The V8. Tropic Splash or something like that. Yeah, no. This is what happens. We don't go shopping for two weeks. We're out of like anything that I'd want to drink. So you're drinking V8. Well, you could drink water. I could, but I wanted something that was sweet. So put sugar in it. I'm drinking V8. Well, it's a V8 fusion, so it's got the fruit juice as well. So it's V8 with sugar. So it's sugar water. <laughs> so it's the island of Calibra, which most of the time is has one of the top ten best beaches on anybody's top ten list. Normally that beach is on there, and it, believe me, it was stunning. And I, then, I do believe you. Um, t- we rented a car and then drove out to the other side of the island and stayed on the other side at this wonderful little beach house. That's where we ran into um, a power outage and a couple from Michigan who had moved down to Puerto Rico and set up a bar in their carport. 
Which or is pretty cool. The man said he wanted a bar that he could park his car in. Nice. So yeah, it was a grill, and they were out there. Literally, it was just a couple of guys having a bar in their carport. Delicious hamburgers. Oh my god. So it was nice. Coming back was not very nice because our plane was delayed three hours in San Juan, and we literally had to run from terminal to terminal in Miami to catch our flight. Yep, I picked you up from the airport, didn't I? Yes, and I okay. had two text messages on my phone, like ready to send. So all I had to do was hit send because if we were running, most likely I would not have a lot of time to send a text message to you saying whether or not we made the flight. Right. So I had all that set up. We were running. My luggage didn't make it. I had to wait two days. I actually had to get it flown out to uh, Kalamazoo so I could pick it up. So it was fun, minus the whole traveling, but it was good. Also, the fact that um, we should have learned Spanish before going down there, because even though it is a U.S. territory, um, they only speak Spanish. Okay. Yes, there is some English there, especially around San Juan, because it's a res- uh, cruise resort town. So there's lots of English in San Juan, but outside of San Juan, ooh, there's also a part that I got lost trying to drive to the Arecibo Observatory. Ooh. Yeah, that was actually nice. Um, if you go there, though, do everything inside before you go outside, because once you go outside, there's no easy way of going back in. Mm. Just a tip for anybody who goes there. Don't watch the video until you're done inside. But yeah, trying to drive there, that was a little scary, because we're talking like single-lane mountain roads. We're talking very South American sort of driving, which um, is not that safe. Right. So, that's the honeymoon in a nutshell. Dave, what would you want to do for your honeymoon? I don't know. Would you want to just go somewhere away from everything? For, for some time, yes. Are we talking something tropical, something mountainous, going something, camping something for a week? beautiful, certainly, but, I mean, there's there's no direct requirement for terrain. See, the thing is, I can only take, like, ah, oh, this is so nice and beautiful and relaxing for so long. Ah, so you'd want to maybe take a European vacation sometimes, sometimes be that, out? That could be, not, you know, like, go into the Alps and then take a day trip to various places. Like, if, if we were to be located somewhere that, you know, you could take a day trip out to point A and a day trip out to point B, but... You could also spend a day in the city. That could be kind of nice. Also, Australia might be fun. Yeah, you could definitely do a walkabout in Australia for, you know, a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Go see Cousin. Perhaps. Would, perhaps. Well, I mean, it, well, I don't know if I'd be in Perth. Is he even in Perth? Remember, I thought he was moving. Yeah, so I don't know where he is at this point. No, we don't. Where in the world is Cousin? Oh. Did you take a trip out to Seattle? Potentially. I don't know. I mean, like, doing, doing Penny Arcade for my honeymoon might not work well. <laughs> no. Doing Penny Arcade Expo for my honeymoon for, like, the first couple days of it, however. Maybe. Potentially. And then going somewhere else. <laughs> Apologizing. Apologizing to Laura. I'm so sorry I dragged you through that. For th- well, I don't know. She... I don't, I don't know that Laura would enjoy PAX. It's the thing. I want to take her this year if I can finally get a hold of uh, the, the press guys and get her in. Have you gotten a hold of the press guys for yourself? No. Nor have I bought plane tickets or a hotel. Well, I think everything's basically sold out by now, with PAX being how many days away? Uh, it's a month and a half. Yeah, something and everything's probably sold out. I think, like, I, I found out last year I was going to go later than this, and I still got in and got a hotel room. Yeah. 46 days. Yeah. I did it with less than 30 days to go. Oh, PAX 10 came. What? What? Yeah, the PAX 10 are out. Oh, Andy, PAX 10 are out. I didn't get the email. What the hell? Uh-huh. PAX 10 are out. We should probably get on that. Yeah. What? The, why the hell did I not get the email? I don't know. I didn't get it either. What the hell? I don't know. Andy, be angry. Okay, well, Andy, go take it out on someone. Okay, they came out two days ago. But still, I should have gotten that two days ago. That's assuming they made an email. Well, let me search my Gmail, because, you know, being gone over the... I got something from Cypher Prime on the 13th saying, hey, you got showcased in the PAX 10. Oh, Splice. I remember that. All right. Mm-hmm. Rock on. Yep. <laughs> That'd be weird interviewing them again. Again. <laughs> At least we've got their contact info. True. So, Andy, what I need you to do. Get started on this again. Yep. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you very much. Have a wonderful week. This is episode 266, recorded live on Sunday, July 22nd, 2012. So, random topic? Sure. All right. Rolled ahead of time. What sounds would you make if you tried catching a 90-mile-an-hour fastball barehanded? Probably something along the lines of oomph <laughs> as it hits me in the face. Well, you're not even going to have the hand-eye coordination to be able to try and catch it barehanded? At 90 miles an hour? True. That is um, quite fast. That's there was professional speed. Yes. It would be either oomph or, oh my fucking God, get me out of here. There was a, um, a show that's not on anymore, but it was actually pretty funny, called My Boys. It was on TBS. It was about a um, female sports reporter and all of her guy friends. And one of the things was there, the guys were talking about, oh, that guy's a big wussy because he got hit by a pitch. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the episode, they actually go to a batting cage. And they, one of the guys is like, oh, I could take that pitch. And they start out at, like, at slow speed, and they just start pelting him with balls. That sounds like a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. I know, and it's hilarious because Why it's would- not happening to you. <laughs> as long as it's not happening to you, it's hilarious. As soon as you get hit by a ball. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah, not, no, no. I think the, the only sound would be, like, screams of pain and terror. Now, if I was at a baseball game in the crowd and a foul ball got tipped towards me, I would not try and catch it barehanded. <laughs> it, well, it, I'll tell you that it's probably traveling at significantly less than 90 miles per hour by the time it reaches you. Are you going to try and Google average speed of foul balls? Yeah. At the time that they're caught? Andy, no one's going to be able to work that out. True. They don't record that. No. But yeah, it still would be fast. Yes, but not 90 people, miles an hour. I've seen people catch foul balls barehanded, but that's probably after, you know, it slows down a bunch. Right. But, I mean, think about uh, to, to get a foul ball into the stands close to the, the batter, it has to be a pop-up. That or it's a really bad foul tip. What is a foul tip? Kind of just hits off of the top side of the bat. Oh, and goes over them? Yeah, it kind of just yeah, but if, skips if that's off the, the case, top of the bat. If it's skipping off the top of the bat, it's losing a ton of momentum on the bat. True. Right? It's going to gain a lot of spin. But it's going to lose a ton of momentum, so it will slow down. If it's a pop-up and it goes into the stands near the pitcher, uh, near the batter, not the pitcher, uh, it's going to have to slow down because it's going to have to go way up. It'll speed up when it comes back down. Yeah, it should technically have the same speed on the way down as it started on the way up. Except there's air resistance. Okay. So you have a terminal velocity for a baseball. That's another thing you could Google. (laughs) You could probably find terminal velocity of a baseball. Terminal velocity of a human, of a penny, of a... Major League Baseball. Baseball. 134 miles. No, that can't be right. Well, I mean, if you dropped it from an airplane, potentially it is. Terminal velocity of a baseball is 74 miles per hour. Okay. So coming down from the parabolic arc, it probably won't be past that. No. Unless it got hit up really fast, in which case it would still be slowing down as it got to you. Yeah. It would have to be more of a ballistic arc then. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of the same thing. Once you've got the terminal velocity, no matter where the batter is hitting it as a foul ball, it's not going to, it's probably not going to be faster than that. Because it's always going to be slowing down to that level. So trying to catch a 90 mile per hour fastball barehanded hurts. (laughs) There would be no sound because why the hell would I try and catch a 90 mile an hour fastball barehanded? It would be the sound of you ducking out of the way. Yes. Maybe using my hat as a glove. I think it would tear through your hat, Andy. No, because the hat would have some give. Or it would rip the hat out of your hand. Most likely that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see myself attempting to catch a 90 mile, mile per hour fastball. When was the last time you went to a baseball game? An actual game? Yes. Professional baseball game. Professional being minor or major? Sure. I think I went to a Mud Hens game. 
Brian's family took me to a Tigers game. I went to a Mud Hens game. I don't remember which one was more recent or when it was. Probably around the time I bought my last CD. <laughs> I, there's there's a huge league out here where the Mallards play. I can see it. I, there's been... a big one here over here because it's Kalamazoo, Traverse City, Lansing, Grand Rapids. Yep. You should go to a... I, I have no interest in going to a baseball game, Andy. I think it is... As, as a sport, it is just above golf in, like, interesting to watch. I love how every time the random topic brings up baseball, you always bring up the fact... It's boring! <laughs> I'm sure it's exciting to play, but it is boring as fuck to watch. <laughs> it's why they provide beer. All right, Dave, I'm going to let you know something, but we're going to have to end the episode. Okay. So before we go, I should let you know that it is currently top of the seventh, and the Tigers are up 6-4. I've been watching the baseball game since we started recording. <laughs> That would explain your distractedness. <laughs> All right, so, well, have a good week, everyone. This is episode 267, recorded live on Saturday, July 28th, 2012. So, random topic. Yes. We'll wrap this up. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to actually roll? Yes. Do you remember when we used to just hit Wikipedia? Yes. We somehow stumbled upon Jack Thompson, but not the Jack Thompson. Not the, we were... the other, yeah, the other Jack Thompson. Yeah. Oh, where's my sticky note? There it is. Random topic. Would you rather live 100 years in the past or 100 years in the future? So we're talking. Well, let's see. 1912 or 2112. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 19... That, that kind of depends. In where in the world are you living? A, where am I living? B, what knowledge do I have? Because <laughs> when did World War One end? 1917-ish. Started in 1915 19... to 17. Yeah. Officially began 1914 and ended with the signing on November 11th, 1918. Yeah. And, you know, when the... it's actually a trick question, Andy. When did World War One end? 1945. What? World War II was a continuation of World War I. Yeah, that is true. We didn't leave the Germans much after World War I. And in fact, at the, the signing of the treaty, was the Treaty of Paris or the Treaty of Versailles, one or the other, it was somewhere in France, uh, a, a lot of people were saying, like, this is not the end of the war. This is just putting it off for 30 years. Treaty of Versailles. Thank you. If we're talking World War One, Yeah. They, they said, like, this is not going to be the end. This is just putting it off for 30 years. And lo and behold, 30 years later... Slightly less. Um, I mean, I'd rather not live through the depression. Is the thing, unless sure. I, you know, if, if I knew enough, I could kind of make the right deals and be in the right places at the right times. But the, also the question is, a hundred years in the past, at our current age, would leave us up to let's say nineteen twelve plus let's say another sixty years. Well, 50, life expectancy then, so another fifty years. So you would see all the way up to the nineteen sixties. Yeah, that's not. So you get to see the post-World War II. Yeah, great. So I get to live through the Cold War. I don't even get to see most of the computer revolution unless no. I bring it on myself. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't take computer science or computer engineering. I don't know how to build a transistor. What are you talking about? The transistors were not – well, when was transistors? I mean, I suppose I could work on, you know, getting, like, atomic energy in the 30s. See, 1948 was the first, okay. First silicon tr transistor was 1954. Yeah. And it was built more or less to help with the, the hydrogen bombs. Yeah. Go read the book, Turing's Cathedral. All right. Um, yeah, versus 100 years in the future where the Lord only knows what's going to happen. 
I mean, look at what's happened to medical science in the last hundred years. True. hundred years in the future, you might not have a body anymore. Also true. Of course, we could also have had the rise of the machines, and, you know, it's like this human wasteland. Also could be, you know, unturned backable global warming, something, something, some sort of man-made disaster. Right. I mean, at least we know the conditions of a hundred years ago. Yes. I, I, um, this is a tough one. It's the you know, I, I fear think, of the known versus fear of the unknown. Yeah, I, I think given oh, – I could probably still do pretty well going back in time to the, the tens. I mean you get to watch like the development of flight. Could you imagine helping Henry Ford, Andy? <laughs> um, not really since he was quite an anti-Semitic person. Well, yeah, so I couldn't help Henry Ford, but you could. True. Or even better, beating him to the punch. Oh. You could have gone and seen the IMAX at the Andy Lowe Museum. <laughs> when was Bertha Benz's drive? Bertha Benz, the wife of Dime, or, um, Carl Benz. Yeah. She married him in 1872. When was the first drive? I mean, imagine what you could do. We know a, a fair amount of modern science and, like, practical science. Yeah. Think about what you could do with radio in the tens. <laughs> You could start radio. Well, not really started because Titanic was already still going down. They had just started using Morse code at the time. But yeah, you could you could be right around for the birth of most forms of telecommunication. You could be there for man landing on the moon if you push yourself long enough. Well, I mean, hell, if you speed up technology and say like, hey, see that scientist? His name is Werner von Braun. He's working with the Germans. You want him now. <laughs> Pay him. The fact, though, is you don't want to upset the end of World War II too badly, though, because the Russians got to the German scientists first. Yeah. And look what happened to the German space program. They had all the big thinkers. They didn't have any of the engineers. Well, so we've got the American engineers, and we have the German scientists. You could oh, speak wait, 1912, isn't that prior to the, the October Revolution? Probably. You could stop the formation of the Soviet Union. <laughs> found the FBI and the CIA. October Revolution was 1917, yeah. But then you'd have to get over to Europe. I don't know. I mean, there's... Well, that's easy. You talk to these two guys who live in Ohio about their machine that can get off the ground. Ah. You guys are building bicycles? What the hell? Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Look at this, guys. Look at this. <laughs> Hold your hand out and move it real fast. What happens? Here, I built this model wind tunnel and this little plane thingy. <laughs> It's a brilliant idea. Just run with it. Trust me on this one. You'll go down in history. <laughs> then, yeah, 100 years in the future, who knows what could be going on. Um, Kate also says that she likes wearing pants and would not be going to the past. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, if, we were, if we were female... Suck, you could, yeah, it would really suck for you. Yeah. Him voting, birth control, <laughs> not going to college for an MRS. Yep. God, I would, yeah, I'm glad we're not women. <laughs> My wife is also glad I am not a woman as well. That's fine. Your wife actually sent me a message the other day saying that sometimes she's glad she didn't kill you on your honeymoon either. Oh, yeah, that email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that, too. I don't know exactly when that was, but I'll find that out. Yeah, that, that was an amusing email to me. <laughs> so, all right, Dave, moment of decision, past or future? Future. I'm, I might have just have to say past fear of the the, un, the known versus the unknown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and we'll be 200 years apart, Andy. It's been fun knowing you. <laughs> yeah, good luck doing the podcast 200 years apart. That wouldn't work. I'll just record my half of it and bury it somewhere. <laughs> I'll respond to it 100 years in the future. 
don't think that will work all that well. Out of curiosity, you're going yeah. to be recording it on what again? Like wax tubes? Yep, wax cylinders. Okay, just making sure. Hey, it'll sound exactly... I could record our intro and not have... Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think you actually run into copyright violation at that point. No, copyright violation starts in 1927. Oh, God, and you could rewrite the copyright laws. Oh, see? This is what I'm telling you. Go do it. <laughs> All right. I'll do it after, you know, I've worked on this episode. Okay. All right, well, I think that's it. Yep, that's been fun. Thank you, everyone. This is episode 268, recorded live on Saturday, August 4th, 2012. Random so, topic? Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Oh, this one. This is a Hans one. There's a backstory to this one, but the random topic is where can I buy Andy's booty-icious boat shine? Okay, first off, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be booty-licious. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. So, um... See, I was going, I was up north with my dad to close down our cottages for the winter up in Manistee. Yeah. And so um, on the way back, Hans and Colette were going to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra in Grand Rapids. Okay. So Hans thought, hey, it's a little bit of out of our way, but let's go see Andy Dallin in Kalamazoo. So actually, um, my dad dropped me off in Grand Rapids. I drove with them down to Kalamazoo, and then we went out to the the eclectic or the eccentric it's the eccentric cafe okay bell's brewery has a cafe decent um food and mm -hmm. lots of beer if people probably are really good in that beer stuff that's right out of the tap well right out of the brewery right into the tap that sort of stuff yeah and then right out of the tap yeah so pretty fresh beer actually you don't, doing you don't think of beer as fresh usually but okay well they're doing some stuff now that they actually um they had a homebrew competition and the beer that won was actually a habanero beer really yeah. Cool. Granted, I wouldn't be able to drink it, so I wouldn't be able to tell. Right. You don't yeah. drink beer. So anyway, so we took them to the Eccentric Cafe, and I don't even know how we talked. Hans, you can get in some random conversations oh, yes. easily. Oh, it, absolutely. So I don't know how we got into it, but somehow we got onto the topic of boat shines. How we got onto this topic, I don't know. What okay, came of this topic? But you topic? got onto the topic. Yeah, and so he wanted me to promote some booty. I'm not sure if it was bootylicious or bootyicious. This is the problem with. Well, bootyicious doesn't exist as a word. No. Bootylicious does. Yes. It's a cross between the word delicious and booty, as in butt. Mmm, <laughs> buttlicious. Mm hmm. Yeah. Generally saying that someone has a really good ass. Yes. It's bootylicious. So this is also the other problem of um, trying to have some sort of inside joke on the random topic list. This random topic was submitted months ago. Yeah. This topic originally discussed even longer so to the fact that I don't remember any of it. Like, I can tell you when we had this conversation, but I don't know how this conversation came to be, what became why, of this conversation. What you actually talked about. Yes. And Kate, who was there at the time, also is currently saying that it wouldn't have been funny even then. Okay. So let's hold off on the inside jokes for the random topics. Because <laughs> I read that and I'm like, oh, great. I heard that and I was like, oh. But this random topic does point out what it's like around Hans sometimes. Odd things can happen when you're near Hans. Like the fact that Hans called me originally to talk about himself getting married. I congratulated him, and then I think we spent the next half hour talking about spam carving. You talk about spam carving with Hans? 
I guess there is a spam I mean, carving. I, I talked about like how you could mathematically model the decay of information. Oh, dude. That actually would be kind of interesting. Yeah, see, I don't know what sort of conversations you... I like the, the conversations I have with Hans. We get into some really deep stuff. Like, Hans would be the guy to sit around a campfire with on some summer evening where you don't really care about what's going on. You just sit around the campfire, keep throwing logs on it. Like, he's the guy that you'd want to chat with for yep. a night. Yep. Need to get you guys to come out and visit. We'll were, just you, sit. were you there for the New Year's Eve party I had at my brother's house? Yes, where you slept until 3 in the afternoon. Yeah, and everybody else is just... Except me for Hans sleep. and I. Yeah. We, we stuck around and just talked for hours. <laughs> I didn't mean to sleep that long. Yep. Well, you were pretty hammered. Yeah. yeah, I was. You were so drunk that night. Which normally it's not a good thing because then I just get quiet and self-absorbed. and Not self-absorbed. Introverted. Uh, introverted. That's what I was looking for. There's a difference. I'm like a reverse drunk. Yes. Except you're not. No. All right. So, yeah, inside jokes, let's, uh, let's tend to stay away from those as we do this. So, Dave, what I want you to do... Well, inside jokes from the podcast itself are fine. From the podcast, that's just fine, because those are called running jokes. I suppose. Granted, after, you know, 200-some-odd episodes, maybe they are quite inside jokes because they're quite old, like Jack Thompson. Oh, Jack Thompson. Bruce Campbell. It's been a while since we've done Jack Thompson. Because he, he hasn't even fired from everything. Has he done anything lately? I don't know. What has Jack Thompson been up to? Uh, I don't, let's see. Let's Google Jack Thompson in the news. No, actor Jack Thompson, no. Not the football player, not the actor. Not the golfer. Director of invitation, no. Former attorney, because he was disbarred. <laughs> I remember that has been permanently disbarred without leave to reapply for admission to the Florida Park. Jim Thompson, no. I, there's nothing in the news for him. <laughs> Well, I mean, he can't practice law in Florida anymore. <laughs> Jack, John, Bruce, Jack Thompson. His name is actually Bruce. Uh, I think so. Wow, that's how the, I was going to say how the mighty have fallen, but. He was never really mighty. No. I mean, he did lose his job, which is sad, but it was Jack Thompson. <laughs> okay. So what we're saying is no. Okay, the random topic, yes, can be something completely off the wall like Azerbaijan. Is that really one of our random topics? It was one of our random it topics. It was one of our random topics? God, I need to go look at that list. We've had 280-some random topics. Well, 260-some. Uh, yeah. So, like, 280... We've been doing this for five years. God. Crazy. Almost six years. So, yeah, right? random, it was, random it was, topics it was PAX 2006. It was the last year at the Maybear Center. Yeah, that was 2006, because 2007 I was an Omega Knot. Yep. So we've been doing this for almost six years. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> We're like Thomas the Tank Engine. What? Or no, the little engine that could. Sorry, I was getting my trains mixed up. Yeah, I think it's time to go, Andy. If you're sorry to screw up Thomas and the little engine that could. <laughs> I suppose... Plus all that coffee and no food has started getting me the shakes. Okay, go eat something, Andy. Well, yeah, probably. See, I made some breakfast before I got on. I had a nice smoothie. Well, I didn't know when we were going to start, so frozen I didn't make custard. Food. I made a frozen custard smoothie milkshake thing. Mm. Very tasty. Make eggs. 
Very, very tasty. I wonder if I have any cinnamon rolls, because that would be tasty. And yet again, we end on food. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of inside jokes, this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.